Hey, welcome to the Stay at Home DJ Journal number two, where I'm recounting some of my experiences in trying to share music with friends through Instagram story sessions during the early days of COVID-19 and stay at home orders. More after this. If you listen to part one, then you know the story. Instagram became a platform that I was playing with to share some of my music collection with a few friends. Now, if you look at my Instagram user followers, you know that I have really very few friends, but there were about 50 people that would regularly watch these posts, had thoughts, had recommendations, had favorites, and it was really inspiring just to be able to have a conversation with some people about music and just see what other people liked. Except occasionally, Instagram, Warner Brothers, Sony Music, and some others with powerful artificial intelligence tools would find some music that I did not have the rights to. Now their argument is that I'm using their content and I presume they're thinking that that's for commercial purposes or that I expect to make some money somehow off of this. They don't realize the good old-fashioned days of just playing music for friends and how that amplifies an artist's visibility and creates new cells, new fans, new listeners for their music. But I think we've kind of forgotten those days. Anyhow, not to belabor it, let's see if the next song on my playlist is actually available through Spotify because that's the way that I can make it available to you in this podcast. Where we left off was sort of being in an R&B mood and that lasted for a few days. It was well ahead of what our country's going through right now. Maybe it was a bit of foreshadowing or maybe it's just really where my head is at a lot of the time and where my heart is uh, and those of the ones who were watching my post. Here's some music. That was Carla Thomas from the Stax Volt collection from the album Queen Alone. Something good is going to happen to you. Stax is a favorite label of mine. Part of that comes from discovering it while living in Memphis and really finding the jewel of the city. Yeah, the city gets a lot of recognition for Sun Studios and Graceland and rightfully so, or at least those things should be recognized as part of the Memphis experience. But too often people overlook one of the more powerful labels, one of the most incredible success stories of that community, and that is Stax. So Carla Thomas uh, was the queen alone, and something good is going to happen to you. But I have to tell you that there were a couple of other songs that were ahead of that in my playlist. One was Colors by Black Pumas, and you should really check that music out. They're a new band. They're out of Austin. Um, African-American man is the lead singer. Um, Hispanic man is the musical director, um, and I guess a band leader. Uh, but with the things that they do together, just incredible. And the song Colors is um, really powerful. 
and before that was really one of the original social justice singers, uh, Marvin Gaye, and his song Inner City Blues. So we didn't get to hear those two, but we did get to hear Carla Thomas, and I'm glad that we spent a minute together with that. She was followed up by another really pioneer of women in music, a woman named Carol King, whose publishing rights are innumerable for hits that she wrote um, while working for a label in New York. But it's when she became the singer-songwriter that we really began to appreciate her work. Carol King, and aren't you glad that she found her voice, or that really her voice was set free? And it was while playing a, I guess, an, um, what would they call it? So Evan was here, he would be able to tell me the term that they use for this residency at the Troubadour, that she became acquainted with another great singer-songwriter of that era, and in fact, he went on to sing a little bit of her music. Let's see if we can hear some of it now. Yeah, Sweet Baby James, and Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight. I used to tell my kids that I thought that James Taylor could sing the phone book. My oldest son was never a big James Taylor fan, but um, the other son tolerated it. The next song up on the playlist for those home sessions was really an early, early record from Elton John, Take Me to the Pilot. Maybe you've seen the movie Rocket Man. They play that song a little bit in there. But I discovered it before then quite by accident. <laughs> Watching American Idol. Back in its back in its heyday, watching American Idol and watching some guy named Taylor something from Alabama do this song called Take Me to the Pilot. And I thought, man, come on, really? What is that? Um, but it stuck with me for some reason and was playing through an old Elton John record. Well, Elton John's record that's labeled Elton John. And I found it there, and it was amazing. It was a shame what had been done to the song by an American Idol contestant, but really quite incredible what Elton John was doing early on in his career. I would invite you to find that somewhere on YouTube um, or some platform that you maybe could purchase and download that song because it's not available on Spotify. Somewhere along the way, I became a big fan of the band America. Their early records were produced by Beatles producer, or maybe better known as Fifth Beatle, George Martin. And maybe his influence on their arrangements um, were part of the reason for the fandom. But I think actually it was just the idea of so many guys playing guitar uh, and making music together, and that it was accepted as rock and roll. It was really sort of inspirational to me when younger. 
I probably now have four or five early America records. And this album, America Hearts, has one of my favorites. But where do we end this episode? Well, maybe we end it back with Al Green. If you'll remember from the first journal report, his song, Get a New World, was not available on Spotify, so we didn't get to hear him do that. But we are going to get to hear him sing Love and Happiness, and I'm going to send you off with that. Thank you for listening. Oops, hey, you, you, you thought you got away from me. I did tell you that that's how we were going to end that. And that is the last song that we're going to play. But as I listened to it, I was just reminded of so many beautiful things about the way that song is, is put together. And, and an early story of the producer Willie Mitchell and Al Green working together to make his first hit, which we'll talk about in a future episode. But I just love the way that record is mixed. I mean, you've got the drums right up front. It's just dry. Al is probably saying 20 or 30 takes of this line by now, but he still feels fresh and you think he's singing, you think he's maybe singing it about you and your girl. And what better way to sort of close down a night than with the thought of being with someone that you care about and, and knowing that love and happiness were possibilities. All right. I'm really gone now. Thanks for listening.